the round guy with you, with, along with Dave Johnson, and our guest today in part two of this segment, we are talking to uh, Carrie Nicely, who is the administrator at the Grant Wood Museum and the Gothic House. We've enjoyed, Carrie, visiting with you about Grant Wood, about the museum, and of course, the Gothic House. Uh, we stopped off, I was going to uh, finish up with uh, mentioning that, that I, after having been to your museum uh, in the past, uh, I remember purchasing a book there uh, available. I forget the author's name, but it was uh, a biographical account of Grant Wood. I, haven't, I have not uh, read it yet. It's on my to-do list, um, but I promise you I will get to read that, and, and undoubtedly... I only live about less than a half hour away uh, from from the house. Oh. I have already taken uh, a buddy of mine and his wife that are from New York, and because I live in such a close uh, proximity to uh, your museum, I took them down and we uh, I got them uh, pictures taken in front of the the Gothic house, and they have gone home and, and sent me copies of the photos. They turned out pretty good, and uh, they have already enlarged them and framed them and given a copy to each of their children. So oh. so that's a uh, – and, and I, uh, uh, I remember telling some friends of mine uh, that did eventually do this at my urging because I said, when you get this picture taken and, and enlarge it and – put it in a frame. I said that everybody that, that comes to your house and sees it will recognize it immediately. And it will be probably one of the bigger uh, conversation starters that you'll have. You know, it's funny that you did that. Um, I did have a couple that came here from um, Michigan, Detroit, and they were here, they were disappointed that we weren't loaning out the costumes at this time, you know, because of the pandemic. Right. She went to the store, bought her own, her own material. They made, she sat in the parking lot, made her own costume. And then she came in and she asked if um, one of us could take her picture. Well, we do have a selfie stand out there. So to try to help those, you know, in case we're busy or whatever, a selfie stand. And she says, no, no, no. She said, I'm a professional artist. And she said, I want the picture. And she said, will you come take the picture? So we, I spent probably 30 minutes with them outside getting the perfect picture. I squatted. I stepped back. I stepped forward. I was almost like a contortionist taking these pictures to get the exact picture that she wanted. And we finally got it with the glasses, the pitchfork, the jacket, all the things that she, like I said, she purchased minus the pitchfork. So she could have that exact picture because she was going to do exactly what you did. She was taking it home. She was blowing it up and was going to be the center point of her studio. Oh, and rightfully so. That that will be something that people that come to uh, her studio to get their pictures done will talk about forever. Yeah, yeah. And she drove clear down here just, just to do that. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if she made it back with some other friends of hers that want to do the same thing. 
that was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Carrie yeah. Nicely, the curator of the Grantwood Museum, uh, you have been in this kind of capacity previously, and you've only been here in Eldon uh, for a short period of time. What was one of the bigger things, the more surprising things you learned about the museum, about the Gothic House, about Grant Wood, that you didn't know until you took the position you have now? Honestly, I would say it's that tourism impact. You know, yeah, because again, I only live 10 miles from here. And yeah, the Gothic House is over in Eldon. Yeah, I've seen the signs a hundred times, you know. And so I would say the impact and the impact that tourism has because of this little house right here, you know, in Eldon, Iowa, of under a thousand people. Right. Um, yeah. And, and the fact that, you know, people are usually here in the morning when we get here and people are here well until it starts to get dark. And so now, of course, that's early, but, you know, I started in September and it was still light out until 8 30, 9 o'clock at night. And people were still here and they still come and they come to see it, you know, all the time. And that is amazing to me. And um, my goal is obviously to continue that and to make it even bigger and more of a destination than it currently is. I, uh, when I was in college here in Oskaloosa, I, I had joined a fraternity. And, and of course, back then, you know, hazing and everything was prominent, what have you. But I've since long ago graduated and, and left, but I've come back for some uh, fraternity kinds of events. And one of the last times uh, I, I interacted with the fraternity, I was pleased to, to realize there was a lot of diversity. We, we had uh, a couple of guys, several guys from Europe, uh, several guys from, you know, transplanted from, you know, states, in, in, the, in the U.S., and I said an idea, because Eldon is so close to Oskaloosa, right? Like I'd already said that. Yes. Uh, I said we should get them to get into a fraternity picture in front of the American Gothic House. <laughs> and, and for the same reason I mentioned in our first, uh, inter uh, first part of our interview, these, these kids will go back to their hometowns in wherever part of the world it might be. And if they display that picture, everybody, even if they're in Europe somewhere, or California somewhere, or Texas somewhere, they're all going to ask about that picture. For sure. And, for and sure. I said it wouldn't be out of line to make that a requirement for every pledge class <laughs> to go down to Eldon and stand in front of the, the Gothic house and get a picture taken. Well, that would be cool. So I assume you went to William Penn? Yes. Okay. I teach at William Penn. And oh, you do. Yeah. That, actually, that was another reason why I accepted this job, because they were going to allow me to continue to teach at William Penn, because that's I wanted to be sure that I still could. But I teach there. But anyway, when I tell my students, because I have international students, I say American Gothic. No, and they, even the American students are like, okay, whatever. And then I say, you know, that painting 
with the guy with the pitchfork, with the daughter in the window, they all go, oh, yeah. Well, ironically, I had a request through our website from a William Penn student wanting to film inside the Gothic house itself because they were doing, um, they're doing a movie on Fox and they were highlighting different places um, around Iowa. It was a, tra it was a travel segment. And ironically, he got me and I said, oh, I teach there. I told him my room number and you can come talk to me. And so when he showed up he, with his film crew, there were members of the film crew that had had my class. <laughs> wow. So there are lots of connections that can be made here. And the one young man is from Panama, I think, from Panama. So, I mean, there are connections that can be be made anywhere and everywhere, whether it's local or whether it reaches across an ocean. And just because of our proximity, where we are, and because of that painting that Grant Wood did back in 1930, that we have the ability to make these connections even today. It's, it's, it is mind-blowing to me. It's, it's kind of like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Kevin Bacon, all I hear is Footloose. That's all I hear. <laughs> uh, well, uh, but but again, it's from what you were saying and from what I've experienced, uh, the, the American Gothic House in Eldon, Iowa, is, you know, it's like visiting with somebody from New York City who's never been to the Empire State Building, <laughs> you know, or, or the Statue of Liberty. You know, they're... Like you said, there's all kinds of people from around here, and they're just unaware of of the painting and of the museum and of its close proximity to, you know, central Iowa. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, and then you can make all kinds of connections from there. So we're Eldon. We, at one point in time, was a rail, we were a railroad community. We're on the Des Moines River. The Des Moines River connects to the Mississippi, the Mississippi down to the Gulf of Mexico. I mean, there's all kinds of, yeah, connections that can be made. Well, and it sounds like you're capable of, of kind of uh, taking that premise and, and making more people aware of its existence and its availability. And we can one day hope to have everybody in Iowa say, oh, yeah, Gothic House, yeah, I've been there, all, I've been there a bunch of times. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? That's yeah. a great goal for me. That's a great goal. Hey, Carrie, can I Well, and I don't, I don't think it's unreasonable, you know, it's uh, because once they know it's here, right in their backyard, uh, I, I think they would be interested enough to want to go check it out and, and find out more about it. Well, I think the part that you have to care about it, I think that's a, that's another piece that might be missing. Yeah, man, I don't care about art. But, right. you know, once you start seeing the connections that art makes not only with your own life, but the connections that are within the painting, it's just amazing. It, I mean, it's just like, boom, it just blows. The, the whole painting has got a total different dimension when you notice that the pattern on her dress matches the pattern in the window. The tines on the fork match the lines in his shirt and, and match the lines on the house. And, and her brooch is round and so are the trees. I mean, it's just like, 
my yeah, I didn't even know any of that. Yeah. Talk a little more about about some of that symbolism. Well, Dave, you were trying to interrupt. What what did you want to say? Well, I want you to want to get around to where we can talk about the flowers and everything in there. Uh, <laughs> the pitchfork is uh, the exact opposite of the window. And it originally was a rake, but then they changed it to the pitchfork to match to be the opposite symmetry of the window. How did you know all of that? I watched a YouTube video about it before we went on. YouTube has what is everything, it under, right? What what's your title on YouTube? No, uh, it it was some foreign guy talking about Grant Wood. Uh, I, I can't remember Steve, but you okay. should see the flowers that they have over there. She's got a background in uh, botany, I think. And uh, tell I us. Do. A, I, I so do. if I go to YouTube and I plug in Grant Wood, I would. I, I would typed in American Gothic House. See that? I talked in the American Gothic House. There were several came up. I watched two or three of them. Well, that's an idea there. I I, I hang up with you, uh, Carrie. I'm I'm going to check that out. <laughs> Sounds great. Well, there, yeah, there. I mean, just like Dave's bringing up. I mean, yeah, you can learn about the painting and those connections. But we have, you know, other aspects here. And one thing that Dave is. Dave does like here, and a lot of people do, but it's a little controversial, is that we have some pretty amazing flowers here. And um, paint out, outside of our center, they planted, the since we are uh, managed by um, the County Conservation Board, they planted prairie. Perfect, because they also planted prairie in the back half of the lot, so that kind of ties together. And so coming from a natural resources background, and being a naturalist for the past 16, over 16 years, um, the prairie is pretty important to me. And But I do know that prairie, you love it or you hate it, because to some people it seems messy. But I also have a landscaping degree. And so I do agree that some of the flowers here right now, the prairie is doing fantastic. I'll just tell you it's doing fantastic. But it does need a little care, and that is on my agenda um, for the spring is to clean it up a little bit, Dave. So it looks nice the way you remember it, um, you know, from your visit that you said that you had a few years ago. So to make that all nice and tidy and, and mulch it, and um, it's going to be a lot of work, but I think it's necessary to, um, to bring that awe that you had when you were here to have that awe back. I know in the fall it is full of asters, and there's cup plant, and so the 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 um, difference between the purple and the yellow contrast. That's the word I'm looking for. The contrast between the yellow and the purple is very very striking. But I also know that in the prairie that's right in front of me, as I look out my window, um, there's a corner of our prairie that has a very fragile um, plant called prairie smoke. So I'm very excited to see that it's a springtime flower. And um, so, yeah, we do have some, some pretty amazing flowers that are like prairie smoke. You can't just find that anywhere. And we have it here. So we have the house. We have prairie smoke. We have, we have lots of unique things here. We're talking with Carrie Nicely, who's the curator of the Grant Wood Museum and the American Gothic House in Eldon. Uh, Carrie, is there any living relatives of Grant Wood that have been by the uh, museum and, and 
or you invite back to this event or that event, anything like that? Um, not currently. Um, Nan Wood herself, you know, the, the one that was in the, the painting, that is Grant's sister, she was here. And she had her picture taken in front of the house as, as an older lady. Um, you know, she had her picture actually taken. And we, I think we have that picture around here somewhere. But after that, I do not believe so. There, I think, I think she was the end of that line. I see. Well, that's unfortunate. Because uh, it makes sense you could have kind of a weekend event where uh, they're involved somehow or, you know, you may, Maybe you have other artists display their works. I know that happens uh, uh, periodically in various places. You know. Well, uh, well, well, let me tell you something. So I'm glad that you said that because to do that would mean we would have to have the room to do that. And you both have been here. We, um, we're very limited on space. And so one of the first things that I said when I became administrator, I mean, nothing like having the job for two days and saying, oh, by the way, we need an addition. But you know what? We need an addition. And um, so that is going to be our goal. So that way, um, I, I want to put a great room on, something where we can have speakers here at the Gothic House, at the Gothic House Center, and, and have people come here. I don't think it does any good to promote the American Gothic House if we have to go to the center that's in town or go to a venue in Ottumwa. It needs to be here. And um, one of the original um, people that helped get the center going was a beloved teacher from the area, and she's in one of the videos about about building the center, and she says, my greatest um, thought is to have education that happens right here in this building. Well, there's nowhere to do that. We don't have the room. We have, a, we have the gallery. And we have a gift shop and we have the media room where you can go and watch a movie, but there's nowhere that I can have a speaker come in or where I could even do a class and teach or whatever. There's just no room. So our board meeting is coming up and um, I have a rough idea what it's going to cost and we'll talk about it with our board and we'll move forward and hopefully get funding um, to get an addition to this building so we can do those things. We can have other artists, you know, places on the walls to display their artwork, to have um, speakers even from Humanities Iowa come, who is a Grant Wood expert, have them come and talk. But right now, to do that, we have to go off-site, and I think that kind of defeats the purpose. Sure, I don't disagree with that. And yet, uh, uh, I was thinking when I said that, that, I've been to a number of these art shows where artists show up with their with their paintings or pottery or whatever, and they kind of set up a tent, and then they got a table there with they display their works and offer it for sale, that kind of thing. And and I was kind of envisioning something like that, where in the parking lot or in the sidewalks back and forth, that people set up their tables and and uh, like a vendor show of some sort. Yeah, that's yeah. a great idea. I will put that on my notes of things to think about. That's a great idea. And Dave could show up with his paint. He does a lot of work with stick figures. <laughs> I have some, crayons, some benches which that are works. Would go over well. I've got benches that are works of art. You what? I have benches that are works of art. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Plug your benches, 
and tell Carrie about your benches, Davo. Well, I've got a lot of, you know, benches that are 100 years old and older, and uh, we take them apart and refurbish them and give them a new life and, you know, replace wood if we need to or restore it if it's something good that's got a lot of years. And, you know, we get some old benches that have, you know, been out on a farm near Wellman or something, you know, and got 50, 60, 100 years of seasons seasoning in the wood and we restore it to Gary, nice. don't let him don't let him kid you these are works of art nice he is uh one handy fella awesome but i i would see you know uh grant wood days for some weekend and the weather holds out it's nice sunny and everybody well, we shows up days. we do have gothic days the second weekend in june what happens at that? Well, um, again, since I'm still new to this, but I know that we host an art show for um, the schools and amateurs from, I. it's not just Wapolo County, I guess. It's, you know, the, I would say area, okay? Um, we host a, an art show, and then here at the center, we do a 5K um, the morning of, um, I have to look at my date here really quick. That I think that date is... Yeah, Saturday, June 11th, we'll have a 5K that morning. And there are all kinds of things that happen, you know, around the um, around town, too. And plus, Eldon is, I believe, 150 years old coming up. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so that second week, uh, second weekend of June should be a big one here in Eldon, Iowa. I, you know, the irony to that, uh, Carrie, is I feel like I'm 150 years old. <laughs> Um, so, I'll be your grand marshal for that one. Come okay. On. Well, I don't like that reasoning, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we Carrie. do lots of things here. You know, we even have something called Porch Fest where we have musicians come and they play music on the porch of the house. And you bring um, your lawn chair, your blanket, your whatever, and there are food vendors and where you can get some lunch and and just hang out and have a great day with people just being together perfect yeah it yeah. sounds like you got a, a, a number of those kinds of things going on and and they can uh, uh find out when those events are going to take place by uh going to your website i assume yes sir okay give us give us the website again americangothichouse.org all right and then other so you have other social media uh uh, we do. We are on Facebook. We're on Facebook and Twitter, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not really big on Twitter yet, so I haven't done much with it, but I have on with our Facebook, and it's the American Gothic House Center. I see. All right. But the main uh, uh, outlet for folks to stay on top of things that are going on there is AmericanGothicHouse.org. Either that or Facebook's pretty good. I'm I'm keeping up on that. Not too bad. But all the details that you want are on American Goth House, GothicHouse.org. Now, with your involvement with teaching, uh, what does that do with your involvement and your hours at uh, the American Gothic Museum? Somehow I make it work. I still get my 40 hours here, and I teach two. Um, I teach two classes at William Penn. <laughs> And what do you what do you teach at Penn? Environmental biology. I see. Hey, we're getting a little close. We got another about three minutes, but could you tell us about the pie lady? 
Yes, sir. I was waiting for that question. So um, the house was donated to the State Historical Society. And so from 1991 to 2014, the state would rent the house out. And whoever lived there, they're the ones that took care of the house. But the most famous caretaker of the, you know, for the house, her name was Beth Howard, who lived in the house from 2011 to 2014. What she did is she ran a pie stand out of the kitchen. She sold the pies from the back porch, and her little business ended up taking off, and it was very, very popular. And so that ended, like I said, in 2014, which is too bad because, you know, I like pie. But after 2014, now people do not live in the house, and um, it, it sits it's, it's for, you know, events and things for us to have or that the state has in there because it is owned by them. And will they make it available to folks who want to take a tour through there? Oh, that's a good point. I, that's up to me. And oh, okay. So, um, yes, because of COVID, it had been closed, but we will resume. Um, what happens is we open the house um, one Saturday a month. And I believe it'll be the second Saturday of the month, and then it'll be open, you know, from 10 to 4. And we do that, like, April-ish through October, weather depending. You know, I see. It, it might not be May. It depends on what's going on in April at that time. But we do. We will have it open once a month to, to view it. Now, you can't go upstairs where the window is. Oh, you can't? No. No. That staircase is tiny. And since I know Dave, I know Dave's a big guy and he's a little taller. Um, he, he would hit his head going up that. I hit my head and I'm short. And, and the staircase is very narrow. The ste steps are very narrow too. And I only wear a size five and a half, six shoe. And I can't even fit my whole foot on the stairs. So for safety's sake, the state has that blocked off. All you can see is what would have been maybe the living room and what might have been a dining room and i mean the kitchen is not very exciting but the kitchen is where the pie lady where beth howard um had her business but that's see. all yeah that's all see that's why i said it's more about the window and you see the window from outside but everybody right. always wants to see inside right right and, and i'm guessing it, it is the tour of the house isn't going to take you that long then i guess that's why i prefer to call it a viewing <laughs> <laughs> well uh Carrie, I, I uh, really appreciate you taking the time to visit with us. And of everything we've talked about, I, there's only one other question yes. I have. Yes. What happened to the pie lady? Um, I know I, she just moved. She moved. And I know she was going to write a book about her time in the Gothic house. But uh, that's the end of the tale as far as I know. Well, when we have uh, an artist uh, day and invite all these, we'll invite her too to okay. sell some pies or something. Well, I do understand that she does still live in Iowa, and she isn't very far from here, you know, like less than an hour. But I haven't met her yet, but I've heard rumor that she drops in from time to time, but I have not met her yet. But um, so I guess we'll see. What's your favorite kind of pie? Oh, coconut cream. Well, let's let's hope when she shows up, she's got one of those for you. Oh, uh, see, I would have, uh, yeah, coconut cream, pecan, blueberry, cherry, 
I, I could keep going. <laughs> Lemon meringue. Oh. Hey, you're making me hungry. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Very nicely curated American Gothic uh, House Museum, the Grant Wood Museum. Thank you so much. You are uh, welcome. I will relish the one day I get to come up, say hello, and introduce myself as having been involved with you in this conversation. How's that? That would be fantastic. I, I, I would look forward to it. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Carrie. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah.